What's the next question for us? What are we talking about? So I'm, I'm trying to think about this as a question. Um, and here, here's kind of what I can come up with is what's, what's so wrong about doing something small and insignificant that won't really have an impact on me or other people, but that the Bible kind of warns us against. Do you have an example? Um, so an example would be, or, or that just, it would be unwise to do. So an example would be, you know, you, you, there's this girl that you know, right? Yeah. You're friends and you're like, okay, like you're, you're at her house. It's really late. You're tired. You're like, oh man, like, I don't know if I can make it home. You know, well, the question is, is it past midnight yet? It's past midnight. And so you're like, okay, like, hey, can I spend the night here? Um, I'll just, you know, sleep in the guest bed, whatever. It'll be totally cool. Or like your girlfriend's place, I'll just sleep in the guest bed yeah. and leave tomorrow morning. You know, you do it, nothing, nothing, nothing bad happens. You know, you just spend the night in the guest bed, you leave, you have breakfast with her and her family or whatever the next morning, and you go home the next day. Um, you know, why? Is there anything wrong with that or is it fine or, and, and I have, I have a point to this, this but. This is a very, very oddly specific situation. Yeah. I just, I just thought of some advice that I gave someone recently hmm. about a situation just like this. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, my quick 10 cents on that would be, um, obviously you have to be careful of whatever you're doing, because even if the decision you make is not bad, like, where is it leading you? Mm-hmm. I once learned uh, a lesson from a church, my church a long time ago when I lived in Oregon, is that um, intention versus direction are very different things. Because mm-hmm. we'll say all the time, like, oh, but like my intentions were to do this. And it's like, but like, what direction are you trying to go in? Looking at the bigger picture of things, because you might have good intentions and things still go the wrong way. My good intentions is I just want to sleep in the other room and like, we'll stay separate. And so that was my intentions. But then let's say out of nowhere, you get a text in the middle of the night and it's like, I'm lonely. What are you doing? You still up? And then from there, it's like, oh, yeah. but I had good intention. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. but like what direction are you trying to go in? Where is that going to lead you? And yeah. so being cautious about the road you're going down and how slippery the slope can get mm-hmm. is super important for us in our faith because yeah, you can make small decisions that have no impact, but what do they lead to? And if you're not very cautious or aware looking ahead, I think so many of us we talk about like, you know, being in the future so much because we keep looking ahead to things, but we don't really think that with our decisions, we think about that, like with where we're trying to go. Like, I can't wait till I have this. Can't wait till I have that. Like, that'll be great once I have this one day, but we don't think about that with like, Oh, what are my decisions going to, where are my decisions going to put me with that one day? Am I actually going to get there with that? Mm-hmm. And so we get into that mindset, but we kind of forget that you need to think about the consequences of your choices today and where they will put you. Because if you do that once, then maybe you'll become more okay with it. And then you're like, well, nothing happened that way. So what if it happens again? And we just decide to stay in the same room together. We're not going to do anything though. And let's say nothing happens. We're going to be separate beds. I'm just going to hold her hand. <laughs> <and> we're not going <laughs> to. 
<laughs> I heard that on a podcast one time. That's pretty funny. So funny. Um, yeah, you'll each have your own sleeping bags. You know, uh -huh. you'll just yeah, sleep pillow, wall. A yeah, pillow wall. Pillow wall. There you go. Pillow wall. That yeah. always works. I do that with my wife, and yeah, no, it's great. It keeps us separate. <laughs> I need my space because um, that's that. totally proven to work. Yeah. <laughs> But no, yeah, if you're not cautious about your decisions and where you're going and you just kind of recklessly make them because they might be harmless, but you're immature or not wise enough to look into the future about where you're going, mm -hmm. you're obviously going to set yourself for f set yourself up for failure. So yep. that's my 10 cents. What well, do you got? Um, yeah, that was, that was fantastic. That's basically along the same lines of, of the advice I gave my friend. Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely worded it differently. So I, I, I kind of mention it in that, you know, kind of the habits that you have in life. Yeah. And I think it's really important to create the habit of making wise decisions, like yeah. making wisdom a habit, you know, like, and it, it's the same exact idea. It's, it's, where is this, what direction is this going? Not what are my intentions? Yeah. You know, wisdom doesn't look at, you know, an individual circumstance mm -hmm. it looks at the big picture is yeah. it wise for me to do this um and a lot of the times i mean especially romantic relationships and you got the love goggles on you're gonna make all the excuses in the world for why you can do a b c or d um but it's wisdom true. would tell us to stay away from the adulterous woman you know and yeah. and you know it's it's yeah it's that how slippery is this slope um and so I think about all the the little things that we can do that are wise habits that seem insignificant, mm -hmm. um, but really do make a big impact. You know, it's it's like you look at those those big time celebrity pastors, or or even if they're not big time, you hear about pastors who you know messed up in a really big way, and you're like, man, how did that how did that happen? Yeah. And there's a million there's a, there's a lot of different reasons for that. Um, but I think one of the big ones is, is not making wisdom a habit, you know? Yeah. So that yeah. was, that was the advice I gave him. Like, he was like, well, you know, it only happened one time. It's like, yeah, man. But, but if you say that in a bunch of different contexts of different things, you're like, ah, oh, it's just this once, you know, just this once, you know, it, it, it might not be the same exact situation next time, but you're like the barrier to entry yeah as as one could say um to making a decision that is unwise could be a decision that isn't just unwise but it's also sinful but just like a little bit yeah and then you're like yeah slippery slope so yeah it kind of it's kind of a principle of life yeah. that we think about all the time it's like how did that company get so big or how did that guy get so famous and it's like it didn't come from a single moment that just happened to change everything like that only happened when jesus died on the cross Everything else, when you look at life and you look at businesses, you look at successful people, it is all about the accumulative decisions from small choices that you make along the way. Mm -hmm. It's the small habits that you choose to make in your life. So we don't think about that that much. We think about the big picture. We think about the big um, choices that we're going to make in our life. Like, oh, I'm not going to have sex before marriage. And it's like, okay, but your small choices of choosing to push boundaries with your significant other is going to eventually lead to that big decision. Mm -hmm. And that's how the enemy works. He doesn't just give you the, mm -hmm. the full blown out, like, yo, you should go and sleep with them. He'll be like, Hey, you guys should, you guys should go, you know, 
hang out alone for a little bit and just kiss. Just like, don't tell nothing, anyone. Just tell anyone. nothing, any, mm-hmm. anything crazy. Yep. But he works in small increments and he's like a weed and it just slowly grows and it gets bigger and bigger until it's way too big. Um, and let me tell you, I got weeds in the backyard that are like massive <laughs> yeah. when they grow in the grass. Yep. And some of them are so big that it is so hard to break. Like it's mm. so hard to get them out. Mm. And I try pulling them out and they break in half. And like the root is still stuck in there, but I've gotten the top off. Yeah. And like, it's because I let it grow <laughs> too weird. long. I was like, dang it. Like I really should have pulled this when it was smaller, but I was just way too lazy. But I like, I knew what I needed to do. Yep. And I think that's the same kind of thing is not only do you know what you need to do, but like you continually allow it to grow, but it makes it so much harder to stop. Yep. And when you do want to stop, like there's probably boundaries or things that you've crossed that are going to stay stuck in the ground and they could grow back. They could get buried, but like the fact of the matter is that our ignorance and choices eventually led to the accumulation of like something so much bigger, but that's how the enemy works. He's subtle in his ways. He yep. is quick. He is, um, very strategic in what he does. And we don't give him, we, we obviously don't want to give him power, but we don't give the credit there where it's like, no, like he's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. He really does deceive us well, but obviously it's in small ways that he tries to help us not recognize. And if we can form those kind of habits, then we give the enemy a foothold and then it makes it super hard to weed it out. Yeah. And I also want to give people some encouragement too. Um, there's a flip side to this where, you know, that, that posture is in a sense, like defensive, like we want to cut the weeds before they get too big. But the other coin is like a, an offensive posture of Christianity where it's like, Hey, you know, and I have experienced some things recently in my life where, where I was, I was chopping at those weeds. Right. And yeah. that I, I developed a habit of, you know, which it's, it's a interesting example where I've, I've made the decision to not eat dessert this year. Yeah. And so almost every single day I have to have this, this little tidbit of self-control mm. to not give in and not eat that dessert. Yeah. And it's this tiny little habit that I, that I have to do this year cause I committed to it. Yeah. And, and it, it, it builds up that, that discipline, yep. that ability to have self-control. Yep. It doesn't chip away at it every time yep. it builds it up. And so it makes it easier to have self-control in almost every single aspect of my life. Yeah. Um, and so I, I saw that, you know, kind of accumulate to this moment where there was an opportunity to do something that I knew that I didn't want to do. And I was able to make the decision to not do it. And it's because I think it's because I've, I've developed a, a habit of wisdom to have self-control in tiny little situations that are yeah. insignificant. Um, and it, it, it gave me an opportunity, um, to not give in, in in a big moment where it really would have had different consequences. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it gets easier over time. Like yeah. there was a time where I gave up everything but water for a month. And like the first week was hard. Cause I used to have those giant like polar pops that were like 144 <laughs> ounces that yeah. basically gave you enough sugar for a year. Yeah. Um, That's a- I used to have those like every day, but when I gave up everything but water, the first week was horrendous. I was like constantly just like, Oh, I want this so bad. I'm so craving this right now. Like this is, yep. this is ridiculous. Yeah. But then after the first week, it got a little bit easier. And then by the third week, it was super easy. And then by the fourth week, it was just like natural for me to be like, I'm not, I don't want soda. I don't want anything. Yeah. So even though I stopped for a month, it made it way less enticing. And now I don't drink soda like ever, yep. but it's because I decided to form that habit. And you just kind of fight through that. Like 
you know, couple of weeks or whatever it is to kind of make that decision. It just makes Mm -hmm. it easier. So in the same practical sense, everywhere else, it's like the decisions might be really hard at first, but it gets easier over time. But like, if you can get over that hurdle, it's going to set you up for so much more success and way less regret. Yeah. You're not, you're not pulling out weeds anymore. You're watering the fruit, you're watering the plant. Boom. That you want to be there. Whoa. Dude, Beautiful so imagery. I'm about to put a canvas up here. And I'm just going to I'm gonna put a tree and a weed right there. All right, any, be any, like, uh, which one are you going to grow? Any last remarks? It's pretty good. No, that was pretty good. And we're already over the time too. So. Excellent. Sorry, guys. Well, that was our 10 cents for you guys. I'm going to take my dime now and I'm going to place it right in front. Gently properly. on top there of you go. Yoda's head. Oh, baby Yoda. Is that the spot now? Ah. We're going to go to baby Yoda. Can here you go, buddy. get there. Boom. Nice.